It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Oakland Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea. What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Raiders podcast. I'm your boy Q, your host. You know, you can get at me all the time at your boy Q254 on Twitter. Love the interaction. I've got a lot of direct messages that have been really long messages. Got a lot of just one-liner messages, a lot of tweets, all that stuff, man. Really, really good. Always appreciated. Again, uh, it's all Raider love, man. Definitely, you go ahead and hit me up and uh, we could talk Raiders all day long. I'm good with that. So definitely hit me up at your boy Q254 on Twitter. Appreciate everyone who has been retweeting the show or suggesting the show to other people. That's just how we continue to make this thing grow, man. And again, we've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I enjoy hosting the the podcast. I also enjoy getting all the interaction that we've been getting. And believe me, uh, Locked On Raider Podcast voicemail line blown up. I mean, it really, really has, and I really uh, appreciate everyone who's ever chimed in, who's ever called, who's ever taken the time to reach out to 707-654-4693 and share any kind of words, good, bad, or ugly. I've told you from the beginning, it doesn't matter if you agree with me. If you don't agree with me, it just does not matter. All you got to do is hit me up and say what's up or uh, share your thoughts, and uh, definitely always appreciate that. So on today's episode, in segment numbers two and three, you're actually going to hear calls straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line. That'll be in segment numbers two 
and number three on today's edition, which is Monday's edition. Again, don't have a game to talk about because thankfully the Raiders were on a bye. And I'm telling you, man, I say thankfully I enjoy watching Raider football regardless, and I know they've only won one game. I love sitting there and watching the games each and every Sunday or Monday or whatever day of the week it happens to fall on. But I'll tell you right now, man, uh, I think that everybody, including myself, I think everyone in Raider Nation kind of needed just a week off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and again, shout out to everyone who chimed in and, and was part of the shows throughout the bye week because we had some really good conversations during the bye week. And a lot of times it's the, you're like, oh, man, there's no game. What are you going to talk about? Oh, Raider Nation, we had plenty to talk about during the bye week. Matter of fact, a lot of that will probably still carry over throughout this week. But uh, still, man, just uh, big ups to everyone who, who had a part in, in, like I said, chiming in and keeping the discussion alive throughout the bye week. Uh, really, I could have done probably seven shows last week instead of just five, but ultimately just did five. But again, I, I just want to say thank you. Uh, really, I, it means a lot to me that, that people take the time, one, to listen to the podcast, listen to give a damn what I could even say, have to say, and then two, uh, share their thoughts again. So really uh, appreciate that. 707-654-4693, segments two and number three. Segment number one, this news kind of broke on Friday, uh, and it's not something that we all you know are surprised or should be shocked by, but Marshawn Lynch, he's going to be out at least a month with a groin injury, and uh, we talked about it. That's how the whole Le'Veon Bell situation came up. You know, should the Raiders trade for Le'Veon Bell? You know, you heard John Gruden in last week's uh, uh, press conference saying that they were really concerned about his groin injury, and surgery is not needed yet surgery is not something that they're considering yet just uh, basically rest but who knows who knows maybe he'll end up needing surgery maybe he's going to go on IR that has actually been talked about and if he goes on IR that's going to end his season they already have a couple players that they have designated to return so if he goes on IR his season is done and most likely done as a Raider you'll probably never see uh, beast mode again I'm sure that this is going to be his last season anyway that was just my gut feeling going into this season but if uh, he, no, he goes on IR, probably going to be a done deal, and you'll probably never see him. So in, since that's the case, I, uh, I just kind of wanted to let you know what he's done and uh, really have appreciated what Beast Mode has tried to do since being a member of the Silver and Black. But so far this year, 90 carries, 376 yards, three touchdowns. That's so far. Basically, that's about a 4.2-yard average, 4.2 yards per carry average. So uh, when he was getting opportunities, he was making it happen. Obviously, the last game in, in London was not very good, and he didn't have any chance to run. The offensive line was in shambles, so he didn't really get a chance to do anything. But, yeah, yeah it's pretty funny. He averaged about 4.2 yards per carry so far in 2018 for the Raiders. 2017, just because, 207 carries for 891 yards and seven touchdowns. You know what that average is out to be about? About 4.2 yards, 4.3 yards. So, I mean, the dude at his age is still getting it done when given the opportunity. You know, in 2017, I thought he probably deserved a lot more than 207 carries. So far in 2018, I think that he probably deserved more than 90. But, hmm, you know, it, it is what it is. I just wanted to give some love to Marshawn Lynch because this dude, man, he, I mean, he's, he basically came out of retirement because he wanted to put on for the city. You know, he knew that the Raiders were leaving Oakland, headed to Vegas, and he wanted to play for his hometown team uh, while he still had the opportunity. And he was still young enough to get it done, even though he was an older dude as far as running backs go. But just to come out of retirement, and, and you know, 2017 obviously was not, it didn't play out the way that most people in Raider Nation expected it to. It sure didn't play out the way I thought it was going to play out. You know, I thought, hey, man, you saw what they did in 2016. Wow, you had beast mode and you had some other pieces. And boy, this team, this team could be in the, in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. But we all know how that shook out. <laughs> that was not the case in 2017. Uh, on comes John Gruden in 2018. You think, hey, man, this team, this team's got a chance. This team could go to the playoffs. This team could make a deep run. Well, 
sitting at one and five right now. That's not the case either. But still, for Marshawn Lynch, just got to give this dude a lot of love, man. Uh, a lot of folks don't even really know who Marshawn Lynch is. A lot of people see the braids, know that he's an unfiltered guy, kind of does things his own way, and they think that, you know, he's a thug, he's a bad guy, he's whatever. Dude is. One, a smart dude. <laughs> He's very smart. He's very business savvy. A bunch of Beast Mode stores opened up, and, you know, he does a lot of good things for the city of Oakland, does a lot of good things, a lot of charity work that people never even hear about because he's not trying to put it out there in front of everybody. Uh, you know, but like I said, very, very smart businessman, uh, gives back to the city of Oakland, uh, helps out the kids in, in the neighborhoods and everything, and it really does a lot of good things. And so just wanted to shout out Marshawn, just in case this happens to be the last time that we actually see him. It, it's a shame that possibly the last time the Raiders and Raider Nation will see Marshawn Lynch. He just happened to have been playing against his former team, Seattle Seahawks, in London. Obviously, that game was not very good, but uh, kind of crazy, kind of fitting almost if, if it is the end of him that, hey, Seattle, which was his former team, the team where he really, really made his mark. I know he was a Buffalo Bill too, but really, really made his mark and won a ring in Seattle. And then the Raiders, they play each other in London. You know, he possibly can go on IR and end his season and possibly end his career. So if that is the end of Beast Mode, if that is the end of his career, just want to say thank you. Now, on the field, what does that mean? Current running backs on the team, Doug Martin, Jalen Richard, DeAndre Washington, if he's available, and Chris Warren is not an option. Chris Warren is not an option. I know a lot of people have uh, tweeted at me and say, oh, well, I guess it's time to bring up Chris Warren. There is, no, there is no bringing up Chris Warren. He was put on IR before the season started, so they basically stashed him on IR so no team could grab him. They didn't want to put him on the practice squad because someone was going to go and snatch him. They didn't want to put him on the active roster, so they didn't. They put him on IR with, a, and I'm doing this in air quotes, knee injury, and uh, you know he's good. He's even been on Twitter before and said, yeah, I'm, I'm healthy. There's, there's no doubt about that, but there's nothing he could do in 2018. He was put on IR. That means his season is over. He remains a member of the Oakland Raiders, and he will be back in 2019. So right now, running backs on the roster, Doug Martin, Jalen Richard, DeAndre Washington, those are the three. Obviously, we're going to see a lot of Doug Martin. Not looking forward to that at all. Um, it's going to have to be more of the, the case of uh, Derek Carr throwing the ball to Jalen Richard and maybe DeAndre Washington if he's available. He hasn't been active at all this year. He had an uh, arthroscopic knee surgery before the season started, and, or right at the end of the preseason, right, right at the end of training camp. And then, uh, you know, he hasn't been uh, active at all during the season. So we'll probably see DeAndre Washington as well. But unfortunately, Raider Nation, I think we're going to see a lot of Doug Martin, and we're really going to see how washed Doug Martin is. I've been saying it for a while. I can't stand Doug Martin, don't want to see any Doug Martin carries, but get ready, Rare Nation. We're about to see a lot of Doug Martin, a lot of Jalen Richard, and a lot of DeAndre Washington. Again, I'd be fine if Derek Carr just threw the ball. I normally say I don't want to see Derek Carr throw the ball more than 40 times a game. Now, without Marshawn Lynch, I think he's got to throw the ball about 40 times a game. I really do. I'd rather see him throw the ball than Doug Martin, Jalen Richard, and DeAndre Washington continue to, to pound the rock, pound the rock, pound the rock. Uh, I like DeAndre Washington. Uh, he hasn't been available, like I said, all season, but I do like him. I think Jalen Rashard is really a good uh, receiver out of the back. I think that's what he's probably his 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 role really is. So that's I'm fine with that. But either way, man, these guys are two small dudes. They're not going to just be up there pounding the rock up the you know between the tackles and, and get a bunch of yards all the time. They're just it's not going to be a very good run team for the Raiders moving forward without Marshawn Lynch. So that's the case right there. Obviously, there's some some thoughts people have. Uh, you know, floated out the idea, well, maybe maybe the Raiders should go trade for Le'Veon Bell now. You know, Le'Veon Bell's 26 years old. Shady McCoy, I've even heard his name kind of floated out, out there. But Shady McCoy's 30 years old. If I was going to trade for any running back, it'd probably be Le'Veon Bell. But as we spoke about it last week during the during the bye week, 
with all the wear and tear, with all the money that it's going to cost, you know, he has one, uh, one failed drug test away from being out for a while anyway. I mean, just all those reasons, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go make that move. But, uh, you know, I know a lot of people have uh, tweeted about it and said, well, well, is it Le'Veon Bell time? I don't think so. I think you just, uh, again, look at this year as a wash and say it is what it is. Uh, going to let these guys ride it out. Doug Martin, Jalen Rashard, DeAndre Washington, let those guys ride it out. And then 2019, clearly in the draft, there's another another need for the team, which is running back, which, look, it was going to be a need anyway. Marshawn Lynch wasn't going to play forever, even though he's been doing a heck of a job. He wasn't going to play forever. So you knew at some point they were going to have to get a big-time running back. It'll probably end up being this year and then next year, uh, or in the draft this year, and then next year they'll have Chris Warren. Doug Martin should be gone. It should be Chris Warren, some draft pick, and maybe Jalen Richard or maybe DeAndre Washington, whichever one they decide to stick with. But, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's most likely what's going to happen. Also, in the Amari Cooper talks, you know, there's been talk for a while about if the Raiders should trade him, uh, what, what they'd be looking for in, in return. Well, it is a first-round draft pick that they're looking for. And let's, let's be honest about the situation, Raider Nation. Now that we know all the details as far as what they want and teams that are actually interested in, in uh, acquiring Amari Cooper, there's a good chance he gets dealt. I would not be surprised at all if he gets dealt. And another reason that I wouldn't be surprised is the fact that his agent, Joel Siegel, and I've noted this many, many times on the podcast, is the same agent Khalil Mack had. And according to a Yahoo report, his agent, Joel Siegel, he's damn good at what he does, which is he gets his players paid. He wants Cooper to get a new deal, get him a new deal, get an extension before his fifth year. He still has one more year left on his contract, which is that fifth-year option that the Raiders did pick up. He wants him to get a deal just like he wanted Khalil Mack to get a deal before that fifth-year option. Well, you know what he told Khalil Mack to do? Hold out. Well, he held out. He held out. Ended up getting a very, very big contract from the Chicago Bears after the Raiders traded him. $90 million guaranteed. I don't really have to rehash that. But that's what it is. That's what it is. And so Joel Siegel wants Amari Cooper to be able to get his money before his fifth-year deal. He wants his extension put in place before 2019 season starts. And... Also, on top of that, he wants to make sure Amari Cooper gets paid like one of the, the best wide receivers in the league, which is around $15, $18 million a year, anywhere between that, $15, $18 million. So, I, and I'm sure it's going to be closer to the $18 million mark, which I just don't know if Amari Cooper's earned that yet. I mean, he, his rookie year was really good. Uh, he, you know, he, he's, he's had a case of the dropsies ever since he's been in the league. Uh, he's been a little inconsistent. He's been inconsistent this year for sure. You know, he's had a couple big breakout games and then all of a sudden kind of disappears for a while. So... I don't know if the Raiders are going to want to pony up that money, and I don't know if the Raiders are going to want to pony up that money a year early either. With all that being said, I really, really do believe Amari Cooper is going to be traded. I absolutely do believe. I think it's silly. I don't like it. I feel like this team is just, you know, throwing their pieces away. Oh, yeah, that was a good piece. Oh, here, someone else can have them. Oh, here, this is a good piece. Oh, someone else can have them. But I just really believe, for all the reasons I just mentioned, Amari Cooper is going to get traded and probably get traded soon. Might not even see him on Sunday. He might get traded sometime this week for all I know, but we'll see. We will see. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, I got a buddy that's a Cowboy fan that keeps texting me. He's like, ooh, Amari Cooper's going to go to the Cowboys. Amari Cooper's going to go to the Cowboys. Well, they have a little bit of interest. They've reached out to, to the Raiders, so, so we'll just see. But please, Raider Nation, do not be shocked. If you see a headline, if you see Adam Schefter tweeting, all of a sudden Amari Cooper is no longer a member of the Silver and Black. Don't be, don't be shocked. I do believe that something's going to happen and probably going to happen uh, sooner rather than later. But that's, that's just me. Coming up in segment number two, you're going to hear calls straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Got a lot of good stuff to get to. So we're going to do that next. But before I get into that, I definitely want to tell you about MyBookie, the great folks at MyBookie.com, what they could do for you, what they've done for a lot of people, including my buddy Cameron that I just was hanging out with last night, and he was telling me that he used it all the time. So I kind of felt like I was the reason he did that. 
I'm not, but I mean, I kind of felt like I was. And so I could be the reason that you use MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.com right now, open up an account, whatever you put into it, they're going to put in the same thing. But you have to use the locked on code. It's got to be locked on. That's the promo code. It's all one word. It's all capitals. Locked on. If you put in 100, they'll put in 100. But if you do it after 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can actually get an extra 25 by using the promo code locked on 25. All capitals, locked on 25. So if you do like 100, they'll put 125 in. If you do 150, they'll put 175. You know what I'm saying? 175, they'll put 200. You get it how it goes. You know what I'm saying? MyBookie.com. Go do it right now. Use the promo code locked on if you want to get, you want to match it dollar for dollar and use the promo code locked on 25 if you want to get that extra 25. But that has to be done after 7 p.m. Eastern. They're going to hook you up. Been around a long, long time. A lot of folks use my my bookie, and a lot of folks make a lot of money with my bookie. So uh, go do it, and go do it now. Segment number two is coming up next. Calls off the Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line. You are Locked On Raiders, your daily Oakland Raiders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Raider Nation? Welcome back to the Locked On Raider podcast this is segment number two. I'm your boy Q at your boy Q254. Another way you can get a hold of me, Locked On Raider Podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Got a lot of great calls during the bye week. Got a lot more great calls throughout the weekend. Got a lot of stuff to get to. So we're going to get this thing rolling right away. We're going to start things off with my man P.E. It's always good to hear from him. P.E. in North Carolina. Hey, what's going on, Q? P.E. from North Carolina. Hey, look, man, today I want to give a shout-out to the callers of your podcast. Man, I, I've been listening to a lot of Raiders podcasts for a long time. Uh, I was listening to you and James on BHB back in 2015 and ever since then. But um, this Locked on Raiders podcast, man, it's a little different. It's, it's, I like it a lot. I like what you're doing with it. And I think your callers are, you know, they're just top of the line, man. Um, everybody brings something different to the table. Some callers call in with facts and stats, and that's great. And other callers just call in with their opinions. But, you know, the great thing about it is sometimes, even if I don't agree, they make me think about things in a different way sometimes. So um, you definitely got some, some great callers to your show, man. And uh, that's a that's a shout-out to you, too, man, because you put on a great show. But um, I just wanted to say that. Y'all keep on calling in. I, I love hearing the, uh, the voicemail line. So, um that's it. Peace out, Raider Nation. All right, so that was my man P.E. right there giving a major shout-out to Raider Nation, all those who chime in and make comments, suggestions, share their feelings. Uh, you know, that that's really cool, man. And P.E., he's very opinionated. He usually calls in and has a lot, lot to say about different subjects of the team, you know, either coach or quarterback or whatever, just talked about the team. But just to go ahead and take a minute – to, to shout out all of Raider Nation who actually, you know, helped contribute to the, the podcast is awesome. And uh, I, I couldn't have said it any better, man. I really, really, really appreciate all the all the fun that we have on this podcast by having this interaction. So, P.E., you're spot on with that. Definitely thanks for getting us started today. Uh, next call is from a, another go-to guy, Vader Raider in the 303. What's up, Q? It's your boy Vader Raider in the 303. I know I've called a couple times this week, but, you know, listening to the pod and everything this week, Man, this stuff has been off the chain this week, bro. You know, these Raider fans, this family of mine, it's it's almost too hard. You know what I mean? It's like you feel the passion. Yesterday, New York Raider blew me away. I mean, he basically covered every every bit of anger, frustration that I've had since since we lost the Super Bowl to the Bucks. You know, it. it 
it, 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 it really is discouraging for a fan base, okay, this fan base, the greatest fan base in the history of professional sports. Because that's what we are. We get mocked. We get, we get made fun of. But here's the bottom line. All of us together as a collective, we're a family. We cry together. We cheer together. You know, we get mad together. And it's frustrating to me, Q, when I, you know, when I just see that this, this, this team just doesn't want to play for us. I mean, I, I mean, they do, but gosh, these, these guys gotta step up, Q. They gotta step up and they gotta, they gotta start making plays. John Gruden's got 10 weeks to try to do something with this team. Because when you go out and you tell Raider Nation that, you know, hey, we're, we're gonna try and do everything we can to win games, you know, and then you turn around and all of a sudden now this is a fire sale. We weren't bad before, you know, but all of a sudden now we're a fire sale. And I, I just, I don't get how, I mean, it just collapsed and fell apart. It's humbling. It's absolutely humbling. And, you know, you just, you look at things and you just like, you know, how, how did we get to this point? And it gets you frustrated. And I tell you, you know, Raider Nation isn't going to stand for this much longer. Somebody, somebody's going to have to swing. Somebody's going to have to hang for this. I don't know who it's going to be. But somebody's going to have to be hung out to drive for this because, you know, like I've told you in previous calls, Raider Nation doesn't just want, you know, your, it doesn't want you to be gone or be fired or be let go. Raider Nation wants blood. That's how we are. But, uh, I just want to do, uh, talk about the Marshawn thing. The news that Marshawn's going to be out for an extended period of time, man, I think that's a bad deal. Um, I mean, the way Marshawn's been running for us and the way that, you know, the offensive line really hasn't been opening up holes. I know in my one of my previous calls I, I said something about the RPO thing. And I tell you what, it might actually be a perfect time for that with Jalen and uh, DeAndre if DeAndre is good to go. You know, I don't know about you guys, but – Hell, what have we got to lose? Like I'm saying, that RPO, if we could just freeze those linebackers and defensive ends just for, you know, a second or two, that might give D.C. enough time to survey the field and and uh, work the ball downfield more. But it might open some holes up in the running game. I mean, right now, hopefully John Gruden and Greg Olson are kind of cooking up something good. And hopefully, you know, we can see something coming out of the bye. But I'll tell you what, Q., we got, like I said in my previous call, we got 10 games. You know, the city of Oakland deserves more. They deserve more than a tank, you know, fire sale of a season. They deserve more than that. The city of Oakland deserves, we as Raider fans deserve more. Okay, and like I said in the previous call, you know, New York Raider just touched on everything. And it, man, I tell you what, that, I, I, I'm not going to lie, that, that got me ready to run through a wall for, for New York Raider and, you know, get my boy, because, you know, like I said, Raider fans are family. We're all family. That's what the Raider Nation is. We are family, and that's what we do. We show out. We show up. We ride or die, win, lose, or tie, Raiders till I die, whatever you want to say. That's us to a T. Hopefully our boy uh, Big Chucky's going to come out and uh, show his teeth a little bit starting next week, and uh, maybe we can come out here and start getting some wins. And maybe, maybe somebody will pick up on my RPO thing. 
I don't know. What does the nation think? Does that sound like a good idea? I think it does. Okay, it worked for us in 2016. Let's see if we can do it now. All right, Raider Nation. Vader Raider, out. All right, so there's Vader Raider right there. He's kind of piggybacking off of what P.E. said about listening to the podcast, hearing all the calls, uh, especially the one from New York Raider. And I'm not going to lie, man. I told you on Friday's episode that New York Raider, I had to dedicate that whole segment, segment, segment number three, just to New York Raider. And if you have not heard his call yet, you need to go back and listen to Friday's edition, segment number three. Well, listen to the whole damn thing. But listen to segment number three. It's a call from New York Raider. I think it's honestly probably about 11 minutes long, but, man, it's good. It's good, and I love how that, that call just kind of touched Vader Raider and, you know, wanted him to, he wanted to run through a brick wall for him. And I'm telling you, I said it on the episode, I wanted to run through a brick wall for him too. You can hear the passion. You can hear the love for the team in his voice. And that's what I love, man. That's what I love about this podcast and love just talking Raiders because it's so, it's so passionate and so, so much emotion and everything. It's just, it ain't just an average team. You know what I mean? The Raiders are just something different, man. Again, like I mentioned, cut from a different cloth. Love every single minute of it. Raider Nation is a family, just like Raider Raider said. And also, he had a couple other things he wanted to speak on as well. John Gruden, he said he has 10 weeks to show something with this team. And he does. You know, coming off the bye, you got 10 more weeks. That's what you're guaranteed. You're guaranteed 10 more games. They're not going to the playoffs. So, Raider Nation, we as a fan base got 10 more weeks to see something. We get 10 more weeks to see what this coaching staff could do, see if this team could improve. Look, all I want to see now, from now on to the end of the season, I just want to see some improvement. I want to see improvement on play calling. I want to see improvement on uh, play execution. I want to see better attitudes from the players that are out there, especially guys like Bruce Irvin. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just want to see this team continue to improve. And then, okay, if you see that improvement by the end of the season, you, you have a good feeling that, okay, they go into the draft, they go get a bunch of, of players to, to fill some holes that obviously they have, holes that are obviously there, then boom, this team, you know, you feel like this team could be back where it needs to be. So uh, I agree. You know, John Green, you got 10 weeks. Make something happen. He also spoke on Marshawn being out, and maybe it's time to start running some RPOs. And... That's a good uh, thought. You know, the run play option right there, that, that's a good thought. A lot of folks are running the RPOs. Derek Carr executed the RPOs in 2016. I just don't know. I'm a little concerned with him trying to do the RPOs right now just because he's still trying to grasp John Gruden's whole scheme and his, his system. And I don't know if Gruden wants to put more on Derek Carr's plate where he has to think about more. Every time you have to think about something, it slows you down a little bit. So I don't know. Maybe not yet at this part of the season that he's ready for that. Maybe that's something that they can they can put into into the game plan. Maybe in in the off season. I, I don't know. I just I mean it, it, you never know. I mean right now again, like you mentioned, you got ten weeks to to come up with something, cook something up in the in the kitchen. So maybe they do cook that up. I just don't know how much more you really want to put on Derek Carr's plate right now. But uh, we will see. So uh, great stuff right there in segment number two from PE in North Carolina and also my man Vader Raider in the 303. Coming up in segment number three, got a couple more calls I want to get to. This is the Locked On Raider podcast. You are Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Oakland Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, we're back at it. Locked On Raider Podcast, segment number three. Got a couple more calls off that Locked On Raider Podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693 that I want to get to. And the first one is actually a first-time caller. Always love to hear that. Go ahead and give yourself a round of applause. Okay, never mind. I'll do it for you. All right. My man T from PA. I believe that's what his name. I believe it's T from PA. I'm sure. But I do know for a fact he's a first-time caller. Yo, Q. This is your boy T from PA. Raider Nation, long time, bleed silver and black, the whole nine. I'm calling because the first time caller, just calling to say, you know, Raider Nation, I feel your pain. Feel the pain, every person, roots for the silver and black in the world. 
feel your pain right now. We're in the deepest, darkest, dreariest, wettest cave you could find. No sunlight coming in at all. No end in sight. A uh, few things I'd like to touch on. First of all, Raider Nation, you guys, all these people preaching, and I'm not busting on Raiders, you know, people that feel this way, but, you know, to say that the team hasn't been forthcoming with us, they haven't been telling us the truth about what the plan is or this or that, you know, it's never going to be, people. It's never going to be. You look at the NFL, you look at the coaches, the players, look at the interviews, it's just like watching a politician. You know, you're never going to get 100% black and white truth out of any of these people. It's always no negative spins on anything. Project the promise of hope. It's coming. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. That's all you get. You know, you're never going to get 100% truth out of any of them, how they feel, what they're doing. Just not going to happen. Billion, billion dollar business in the NFL. So they're never, they gotta run it like a business. You know, just like you see a politician running for office. Same thing. Mirror image. Secondly, the Gruden thing. I was excited as anybody to see John Gruden coming back to the silver and black. But you gotta kinda understand too that for him to have a real plan coming in and to know exactly what he was going to do is probably grasping his straws too because like anybody else, he's human. He has some ideas. This might work. That might work. Maybe ended up not working. So the plan changes. Plan probably changes on a weekly basis. You know, I just don't understand. Was his evaluation that bad of the players that we had when he came in? The things change now. Could be if you see them on the field, see what assignments they missed, what balls they don't catch, whatever. Plans change. I will say this. Things are a lot different than it was back when he was with us originally. You know, he had the emperor looking over his shoulder. Al Davis, the great Al Davis, always looking over Gruden's shoulder when he was there last time. He don't have that now. He's free to do what he wants. Mark Davis ain't going to fire him. There was always the threat of Al Davis going to fire him. Al Davis getting peed off at him, coming down from his office, giving him a wrath, you know. So there's a, there's, a, there's a big different dynamic going on there now. Maybe that has something to do with all of it. Maybe it don't. I would have to think it does. My third point is the fact about the city suing to keep the name, the colors, the symbol, the brand in Oakland. Like you, I have to agree. If that happened and another team came in I, and they were the Oakland Raiders, I'm an Oakland Raider fan. I'm not going to follow them to that city in the desert. I'm sorry. That name will never come out of my mouth. They will never be the city in the desert Raiders. If I got to speak of them as the Raiders, when their home base is there, they're going to be just the Raiders. I hate it when they were in L.A. Couldn't stand that. Oakland Raiders, that's what they are. That's what they always will be to me and probably the rest of Raider Nation. So that's that. We'll see where all this goes, people. We've been watching a train wreck for the last how many years? Ever since we won a Super Bowl in 83, it really hasn't been good. 
<laughs> nothing to really get that hopeful about, but peace out. All right, there's my man T. He had a lot of different thoughts that he wanted to uh, get off his chest. I love it, man. First time caller, and he said, you know what? I'm going to take me some time. I'm going to go ahead and get my call in. No, that was good stuff right there, T. Definitely appreciate that. Straight off the top, never going to get the full truth out of anyone in the league, and and that's real. And I believe it was Selena who said uh, back in the – not back in the day, but Selena said a few – maybe a few weeks ago that she wishes John Gruden had just came out from the beginning and said, hey, you know what? This team is going to – they're not going to win right now. It's going to be a rebuild. And, you know, so – I understand what he's saying where he's like Gruden is is acting similar to a a politician where you're never going to get the 100% truth. But what I will say is where it's more hurtful and more blindsided. I I believe blindsided was the word that Selena used uh, where it's more that kind of style is the fact that, you know, he was so adamant about he's going to win one in Oakland. And maybe that was the plan going in. It might have been the plan going in. But clearly it's not the plan now. You know, it's like, we got to win in Oakland. We got to win for Oakland. I mean, he put on so much of a, we got to win. We have a couple years to get it done in Oakland to win a championship. You know what I mean? Like, he just made it sound so big. It's not like he just came in and said, yeah, we're going to continue to, you know, get this team in the head in the right direction. You know, it just... It just seemed a little bit different. I totally understand what you're saying with the politician and comparing it to a politician. You're right. You know, there's no coach that's going to sit up there and tell you the 100% truth when they're at a, a press conference or, or they're doing an interview or anything. Like they're not going to do that. They're going to tell you just as much as you need to hear, and, and that's it. You know, and it might not even be the truth. So I, I totally get that. But I, I do kind of feel where Selena was coming from when she was talking about being blindsided. It just, it just felt different. It felt different than, than normal, like, coach speak. It, it just, I don't know, it sounded like he was really all in on this team and this team was going to go uh, have an opportunity to win a championship, and instead they're just trying to win two games. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that was good stuff right there. I did like the point that he brought up where he said that, uh, you know, he doesn't have Al Davis looking over him anymore. Well, John Gruden doesn't have anybody looking over him. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that's a bad thing. If, if you don't have anybody to answer to, if you're the only guy that you have to answer to, sometimes that becomes a problem. I know Al Davis probably got himself involved in way too much stuff, and, and at least it was someone that you knew, okay, I still have to answer to that guy. You know, so it, it, could be, it could be a bad thing that John Gruden doesn't have anybody to answer to because Mark Davis, just like T from PA said, Mark Davis ain't going to go in there and be like, John, you got to do better. He ain't going to say nothing to him. That's his, that's his guy. He's so excited that he's back. Uh, I'm sure he's not too happy with the direction the team is going right now, but he's definitely not going to go in there and, and try to – throw some stuff against the wall and, and rip John Gruden. He's, he's definitely not going to do that. Uh, also, T mentioned about the city. If the, if the city of Oakland, that was a subject that we had during the week, during the bye week, if the city of Oakland did sue and, and win and actually kept the team's name and colors, that he would not root for the Raiders when they went to, to Vegas. He'd root for the Raiders when they were in Oakland, if they were the Oakland Raiders. And actually, it's funny, I, I like how he expanded on this call because he even said that when they do go to Vegas, he'll, he'll just refer to them as the Raiders. He won't refer to them as the Las Vegas Raiders. He'll just say, the Raiders, and that's what he did when they were in L.A. as well. And, and why I thought that that was funny is because Greg Papa said the same thing a few weeks ago on 95.7 The Game during his show with Bonte Hill and, uh, and, and Papa. He was saying that he always refers to the Raiders as just the Raiders. He never puts a city in front of it because, well, they're not really known for a certain city. Since they went from Oakland, they went to L.A., they're going to go to Vegas. So he always just calls them the Raiders. And look, that used to be the voice of the Raiders. So I found that kind of funny when he said that on the radio. I mean, I didn't, it didn't blow me away or anything, but it just was one of those things that it kind of resonated in my head, but I didn't speak on it or anything. But now that T from PA brings it up and it's like, hey, I'm just going to refer to them as the Raiders. Hell, that might be what all of us should do. We should just always just refer to the Raiders as the Raiders. You know what I mean? Because they don't. Who knows? I mean, obviously, they, they have a long lease now in, in Vegas, so they're not going to go anywhere anytime soon. But look, Raider Nation is worldwide. 
It's not just one city. It's not like uh, only Oakland loves the Raiders. I mean, Raider Nation is everywhere. Look at these calls that we get. We get PE in North Carolina. I got Vader Raider in the 303. T from PA. Uh, I got another call coming up from Phoenix. I mean, I, I get calls from Ontario. I mean, there's calls all, all over the place. The Raider Nation goes far and wide. So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we shouldn't talk about the team and, and put a city name in front of it. Maybe we should just refer to them from, from now on as just the Raiders. If the voice of the Raiders could do that, obviously Greg Pop is not the voice anymore, but if the voice of the Raiders could just call them the Raiders, hell, why can't we? That's a, that's a good thought right there. T, definitely appreciate that and appreciate, uh, appreciate the call. And my final call today is from Cooler. I think it's Cooler. Cooler in Phoenix. He actually, it's funny, he called and he said, hey, this is Cooler in Phoenix. And then, like, he lost his train of thought. And so he said, uh, oh, I'll just call back. And then he called back. And this is, uh, this is Cooler's thoughts. Hey, Q, it's Cooler out in Phoenix, Arizona again. Hey, I got my train of thought back, though. So now I'm a second time caller. Um, love your show. Uh, two more things I wanted to touch on. One non-Raider related. Uh, why, why is the brass always busting down on your, uh, podcast talk? You know, whether you go over 28 minutes or not. Uh, I'm kind of curious on that. Um, you know, you get the sponsorship that pays for it. Um, you know, I don't know if they're just paying for so much time or whatnot, but you know, I like to hear your talk for 45, 50 minutes, an hour even. Um, you know, sometimes you just need to get everything out there that needs to be talked about. And the second thing is, uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, two words, N-O. <laughs> That's a one word, but, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. Um, now, you know, the, the, the shelf life of running back, I, I know he's an elite back, but the shelf life of running back is so short. You don't need to pay a running back big money. You draft him. You know, the good running backs coming out of the draft, and the younger the better, you know, because, you know, once they get wear and tear on them, you know, their production uh, uh, reduces uh, dramatically. So, yeah, I'll stay away from where they are now. Even with Lynch's injury, even if it's season ending, career ending, I'd stay away from where they are now. You're going to pay too much money. There's uh, not much shelf life left uh, when you go out and you get a rookie and, you know, he can pound it for five or six years, and they're pretty much done after that. Uh, you know, unless they, they really take care of themselves, uh, you know, running backs, they just don't last long. Uh, your thoughts on that? Love to hear it. Out. All right, so his first his first thing is, why do they want me to keep the podcast to a certain length, 23 to 28 minutes? It's something that I always talk about that, man, I went over the time limit again. And, you know, it's funny. It's just it's just a format. It's just what it is. You know what I mean? It's just how the show is formatted, and it's the, the whole Locked On Network, and the thing about it is it's a daily show, so it's not like I have to get an hour or an hour and a half in to, to make you know a listener feel like, hey, that, that was worth my time because – it's a daily thing. So really, don't I don't need to do an hour. I can do 30 minutes or 23 to 28 minutes. And then, hey, on tomorrow's episode is what we're going to do. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the concept behind it. And it's really good. It's really, really good. The Locked On Network is awesome. It's, it's put together really, really well. Uh, I got to give David Locke a lot of credit for that. Uh, again, I wasn't aware. I mean, he reached out to me and, and uh, asked me to do this uh, Locked On Raiders podcast. And, you know, I, it's just been a blessing ever since. I really appreciate the opportunity. He didn't have to give that to me. There's so many other people that could have could have gone out there and done what uh you know what I'm trying to do or attempting to do. But uh, I, I really have appreciated it and had a lot of fun while I'm doing it. So it's just it's just basically just like my radio show. My sh- my radio show is from 12 to 3. It's not from 12 to 3:15. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it, it's just what it is. It's just it's I always laugh and joke on my radio show how I wish I had another hour or another hour and a half. I just like to talk. 
I just do. So a lot of times when these go a little bit longer, and I know last week a lot of them went a lot longer, that's just my fault. But, you know, I get cooking, and once I start cooking, man, it's hard to slow me down. But uh, more importantly, let's get to the more important part of his call. Talking about Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell being acquired by the Raiders, he said, I got two words, N-O, which really is only one word, and that's what he said. But, yeah, he's, he's a big no on Le'Veon Bell for multiple reasons that we've documented so many times on this podcast. You know, the, the fact that the dude would be awesome in Gruden's system. You know, the guy could catch. He could run, obviously, one of the best running backs in the league. He's only 26 years old. You know, that makes a lot of sense. He would be dynamic. But, again, is he worth the, is he worth the headache? You know, he, he's going to cost a ton of money. He wants to get paid not like a running back. He wants to get paid like a wide receiver. He wants to get paid big-time money like a wide receiver. Like I was talking about that 15 to $18 million for Amari Cooper. Yeah, that's what, that's what Lev Bell wants. He wants about $18, $19 million a year. So, I mean, that's going to be a lot of money. Uh, you know, obviously he's been injured, banged up a lot. Yeah, he says go into the draft and find a guy. You can get a, a young guy. You can get him later in the draft if you have to and still be a stud. You just got to hit. That's the thing, man. Going into the draft and getting somebody is a good idea if you hit on the players. That's the problem. The Raiders haven't had a whole lot of success hitting on a bunch of players. And, well, the players that they have hit on, most of them aren't in the silver and black anymore. Just going to throw that out there. But a great call. Cooler in Phoenix, definitely appreciate that. T from PA, appreciate your call. P in North Carolina and Vader Raider in 303. Always good to hear from you. All those calls, great way to kick off Monday. Definitely appreciate all the love on the podcast, and uh, we'll keep them going. So on, on tomorrow's episode, you will hear some more calls of the Lockdown Raiders podcast, and we'll start getting into the week. It is, it is a game week. The Raiders do have a game, so we'll start getting into that. That'll be on Tuesday's episode. This is the Lockdown Raiders podcast. Until next time, just win, baby. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.